Welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. With me, as always, Dylan and Connor. We're back. Uh, weird time. This is a sad time, actually. College football is almost dead. Mm. You can feel it. You can feel it's kind of dying. Like 90% of schools right now are talking about the transfer portal, who they're going to get, recruiting, and all that crap. We're in that kind of season right now. Army Navy's on the horizon. You can say you love the Army Navy game or not. It's still like it's the sign that everything's coming to an end. Uh, Dylan. You said you wanted to start claiming conferences. We're going to start in college football today, by the way. We're starting college football. We're doing a little switcheroo here. Uh, we'll end in the NFL. We got conference championship week. Dylan, talk about claiming conferences. Give us rules for it real quick. Yeah, well, I I don't know if there's any set rules to claiming a conference. There's just seen, there's just some things that, that have to be uh, – you have to be confident about claiming the conference, right? So a little backstory, right? We have – going back to last year, I did uh, five-star Utah – um, in the Pac-12 championship, I claimed the Pac-12. I'm Big Big Ten by default every year. I take Michigan against Ohio State. The last three years, it's been great. Uh, Big 12, back-to-back five stars. Carter still isn't giving me. We're co-Big 12, Mr. Big 12. Um, but Connor... Big 12 this week? Do I? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay, all right. Nothing, nothing this week. I didn't like it. But Connor has a – Carter – or not Carter. Connor comes strolling in here, and he's like, oh, I'm claiming a conference. I'm claiming a conference. I said, oh, Connor, what conference are you claiming? He says, Sunbelt. I'm like, oh, okay. And I, I don't even – now I know what the pick is, but I didn't know the pick at the time. And he just kind of walks in here, and I was like, well, wait a second. If you're claiming a conference, this can't just be like, uh, oh, I'm, you know, two units on App State to cover. I mean, it's got to be – five star caliber you take the underdog to win outright type deal so connor i don't know if you want to take the stage here but i I mean you came in kind of nonchalant about claiming a conference before he goes before he goes the sun belt maybe do you have to put five to get the sun belt because i I think i mentioned this last show getting the sun belt or the mac is kind of like getting baltic or mediterranean and monopoly (laughs) oh so now we're just we're just we're just pooping on anything i do they all matter they all matter do they though? But you only pay sixty bucks to get those brown spots. So I shouldn't have to put five units on it then. That's what I'm here. I'm trying to help you out here. Yeah. Ooh. Well, true. if we're, you if gotta, we're gonna you gotta put up four hundred dollars to get boardwalk, like there's a, there's a difference here. Well, you know, Dylan's talking about Mr. Big Ten, Mr. Big Ten. That where's the Michigan bet slips? That's what I want to know. You want bet slips from this weekend? <laughs> from this weekend? No, from this four. past weekend. Oh, I was saying three. And both. Well, both, yeah. For for the Iowa game, but also Ohio State. You know, three years running, sure. Where's the Michigan versus Ohio State bet slips? This year, we were an underdog, but I can show you the $100 bet slips on Michigan Moneyline from 2021 if that's what we want to see, right? We'll put bet bet slips in the group chat. How about that? We don't have to put them on Twitter. We'll do bet slip. Yeah, we can do that in the group chat. But I'm just saying, if we want to go this route, like, oh, these little conferences don't mean as much. I mean, I got I pulled my action right now. It, I I have plenty of Sun Belt <laughs> bets that have hit. So I mean, I, I'm just saying, I, and I don't want to have to get into the lab and maybe go uh, opposite side of you. And you know how, like in Risk, you meet you meet at the land, and you it's like mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. what's it called, landlock, gridlock, something. I don't know. Might be a little Game of Thrones battle of the bastards for the Sun Belt Conference. Who knows? Connor, Connor, just tell us tell us the pick. All right, I'll start here. Yeah, so. This is my attempt to claim the Sun Belt Conference. Um, I'm going App State at Troy. That's the game. Conference championship. App State plus six and a half is the pick. App State to win outright is the claiming. That's the claiming of the conference. I've got some stats to back it up. I came but, prepared. But how many units? That's Claiming it, I don't care about stats. I don't care about It's the units that matter. It's, it's the units that matter if you're going to claim a conference. Now, for the record, Connor, I am interested in the stats. But we got to get the units first. Okay. Units, um, I'll bring this to the council. How about three and a half units on the spread, a unit and a half on the money? No, line no, that's five no. units. That's five units. No, you gotta have no. I vote no. What about three and two? Three and two, I think is fair. Okay. I'm out. Bi- I say no, but I'm out. I'm it's out. The sun rule. Belt. It's the Sun I'm Belt. It's not. It's not a Power Five. You got to go at least five on the spread. If you're the if if you're claiming a conference, you got to go okay, like I'd five. I'd rather go five. I'd rather go five on the spread than five. But you still have to have no. You still have to have some on the money line too. I think I I would be okay with. Oh my what, gosh! What are the odds on the money that. line? What are the odds on the money line? Um, let me get the stats department on it. You know, unlike some people in this group chat, I actually do. Keep talking about plays. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's start that. Yeah. Uh, looks like it's an even plus 200 right now. Plus 200. So I would say I, I would be okay with five on the spread, one and a half on the money line. I think that, that would do it for me. And they would have to win. I think no, uh, no, no. They wouldn't have to win. I, I, they could cover with that unit size, and you could be Mister. Five and one, five and one, one and a half. No. Okay, okay, five and one. I mean, we're talking the difference of five dollars here, but yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> for being honest. Um, okay, so here's the stats. You know what? I'll do it. I, I will. I will oblige to the five and one rule. Dylan, warden of the north, warden of the conference gatekeeping. I mean, we talked about it last episode. Me and Carter, just Lewis and Clark, and Dylan, just trying to dictate us. <laughs> I like App State here. Plus six and a half, too big of a number. They haven't won the conference since 2019. Joey Aguilar, app quarterback, he's been a pleasant surprise. He's got over 3,200 yards passing, 33 touchdowns. You'd be shocked to know those 33 passing touchdowns, third in the the entirety of college football behind Jane Daniels and Bo Nix. So he's been slinging the rock a lot. We've got three backs who average over 4.9 yards per carry. They're a top 30 offense in yards per play. I know Dylan loves all these. One thing I've been looking into is the App State defense. They've been Jekyll and Hyde all year. Four losses. They've had almost seven yards per play allowed. But in November, the last four or five games, only four and a half. So the defense has stepped up. I think if we get that app defense that's stepped up throughout the last month and a half, they can beat this Troy team. They can beat Troy. They can do it. This App State team upset Jeff, James Madison. And I like him to win. I like him to win outright. They beat James I, Madison I, earlier I in the year. I love how the last two shows, the A block was Panthers versus Titans, the poop bowl of the week. And this week, probably the worst conference title game, maybe at St. Troy. <laughs> that that just speaks to the, you know, where college football is right now. The sun setting, like Dylan said earlier, we're coming through an end tier. Only so many games to choose from. Yeah, we definitely lot, don't have Georgia, Alabama, or Oregon, Washington. A lot of conferences already claimed. The big headline is Connor claiming the Sun Belt. So for everybody listening, App State over Troy, that's the pick. Dylan, please respond. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You're betting against the best defense in the Sun Belt. Allowing, I, am, I did my research. The but least the amount of pass yards. What they're do you in mean? The weakest division. They're in the weaker division in the Sun Belt. Okay, look at so those teams they've been playing. Okay, that's all fair. Let, you know what? I have my handy, now that I'm connected to an Ethernet cable, right? I can pull up things while we're recording. Let me pull up, uh, let's see, Sunbelt, Sunbelt. Oh, did you lose Dylan too? No, he's playing. He's good. No, I Hello? was trying to, oh, you wouldn't play along. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I saw you over there smiling, going like this. I thought it was just because we were talking about this game for this long. Uh, no, good. Keep going. Strength of schedule. Let's see. who Troy. Yeah, Troy has a tougher schedule. They lost James Madison, lost to Kansas State. They've been good this year. I'm not James, denying that. James Madison's 11-1. and one. Who's their one loss? App State, but oh my gosh. Mm. Oh, we're going to start comparing wins, huh? We've had a whole conversation we might, we might about the wins to. losses thing. You know what? Give me Troy. <laughs> That's an emotional... That's an emotional pick. Yeah, anti-con rhetoric I'm, is flowing on this no, show. No, no, no. I'm not trying to claim the conference. It's going to be one unit. I'm not trying to claim the conference... You know how I feel about defense. Coastal Carolina, or not Coastal Carolina, Appalachian State committing over 20 more defensive penalty yards than Troy. Have you seen the improvement in App State's defense? Look at the numbers, Dylan. Look at the, they've improved almost four yards per play allowed in the last month. Connor, I don't watch these games. Are they playing easier I teams? I, guess I don't either. James I don't Madison. watch them. They did play James Madison, but I don't have to watch him, Dylan. You know why? Aguilar's got the dog factor. Beat James Madison. Ah, show up in the game. That's there enough for me. <laughs> that's enough for me. He's on the dog rankings. You, that, and that's how you talk me into App State. That was I'm, awesome. I've got nothing on this game. That's why I've been laughing this whole segment. Give yeah, me we spent too long on that. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> I love it. No, anti-Connor rhetoric. We're starting it. Fine. Bowl season. Let's, uh, let's, let's, do the Pac- let's do the Pac-12 title game. So, first off, Connor, you're going for the Sun Belt this week. I feel like we all have to go for conferences this week then because I feel kind of left out. I have one that I'm going to go for. I don't know if I uh, – we'll talk. Pac-12 isn't isn't – you can't claim that. Mm, we'll find out. No, it's not we'll up for out. debate. We'll find out. Oregon, Washington, in Vegas, Oregon, minus 9.5, over under 66. Dylan, take us away. Very interesting game. Uh, we saw the college football playoff rankings yesterday. By now, it's two days ago. Oregon fifth, Washington third. I was very high on the Washington. I don't want to say bandwagon, but I was, you know, when they played Washington the first time, I was very high on Oregon. I thought they were going to beat them. I took them uh, the plus three, plus uh, took them the money line. 
the more that I look into it, Oregon really hasn't played their best wins. Oregon State. They really haven't played. I mean, Utah. They crush Utah, but Utah's not ranked right now. They're not the Utes of the past. Uh, we saw this. This is where I get tripped up. This is where my mind goes when they played in Washington. Oregon was a three-point underdog. Now they go to a neutral site, and Oregon's what a nine-point favorite. Is that what it is right now? It is nine, nine and a half. Is it really worth that big of a jump, right? Let's assume home field's worth two, and that's a little generous. Even in the Pac-12, that's a little generous, and across the board it is. That That is a 12-point swing for going from home to a neutral field, and that just seems like way too much. It, I mean, do you? what are you guys thinking about this? I agree. I agree. I think it is way too much. I'm not trying to claim Pac-12 or anything. I don't like the spread in this game. Nine and a half feels weird. I think you mentioned it. I, I don't I don't agree with the 12 point swing, but also Dylan, like this is our TCU of last year. It's just, oh my gosh, like they are going Washington is going to lose and they're probably going to lose this game. Mm-hmm. But nine points, nine points feels like a lie. And but I don't feel confident at all in this Washington team, especially the defense. Let's say Oregon goes up two scores like. Oregon's got a little bit of a better defense. I don't mm-hmm. see Washington coming back in that game. Like once they're down, they're down in a weird way. Where I, I know this is the most chalk pick here, but I'm going to just take the over over 66. Uh, okay, let me chime in here before Connor goes. I'm taking the under, and I know I got I I, I don't think I took it the it's last just, time they played, but they're uh, both these teams committing over 60 offensive penalty yards per game. Anytime they get something going, flag, false start, holding, whatever, bring it back. I think this is a game where that could be enough to keep this game under, right? It, uh, one stalling drive and a couple penalties, and that that could be under. So I could see – I could just see Oregon putting up 40-plus in this game. And I think Vegas thinks the same thing too. You know, all this anti-Connor rhetoric from Dylan. I'm oh, with him. God. I I already took the under. I already took the under before this podcast. If you're looking at Washington, I don't know if you can trust their defense. They ranked 124th in pass defense. Bo Nix, I think he's going to pick them apart. And Carter, you could be right. They could put up 40 points, and then you know what? We'll lose the over. So be it. But Dylan, I think he made a good point also. A couple penalties in the red zone. A couple field goals that yeah. should have been touchdowns. A couple you know, penalty yeah, sacks, I, whatever, to get out I of field goal like- range. I feel like the field goal part just doesn't happen in the Pac-12. Like, we've seen it. And we in the game we saw, watching that Oregon-Washington game going back about a month ago, there should have been even more points on the board. There were a lot of missed opportunities in that game, and it still hit 71 points in that game. And I know that's yeah. what everyone, every, you know, Joe Schmo, and maybe you can call me that, is going to think, oh, well, that game hit 71. Why would they not do it again? And maybe the under is the quote-unquote sharp pick here, but – I just think that Washington defense is so bad, but I don't agree with putting nine, laying nine and a half points on Oregon. So give me the over yeah. in that game. But it's not like five unit mega max star, whatever kind of thing. Yeah, it's a one unit play on the over. And plus, it's a Friday night game. I'll be snowed in. <laughs> eh, one unit. Okay, have a little fun. Yeah, I I found an interesting stat. I think you guys will like this. It's this per action network. Shout out Dylan. Thirty four of fifty one teams that are quote-unquote seeking revenge in a conference championship rematch from losing earlier in the regular season, they've improved their scoring margin in the second meeting by an average of 7.5 points, 7.7 to be exact. So, yeah, nice, nice. but you know what, I, I, that would be an interesting stat if Oregon was like, it's like a pick or something, but Oregon's yeah. already favored by 9.5, so you can't really put too much stock into that. I think Oregon has the momentum. They've allowed less than 20 and 4 of their last five games, and yes, they don't have a lot of good wins, but they did just throttle Oregon State 31-7. to so I like their defense to hold up against Penix, and I don't trust the Washington defense to stop Bo Nix in the slightest. Washington also, like, I know we keep making this comparison, or I do, rather. Washington does feel like the TCU, but also like the Minnesota Vikings of last year where they just keep winning these close games, and you're like, they mm-hmm. should have lost that game. The <laughs> fact that they scored zero points in the second half against Oregon State and still won that game yeah. proves to me that this team is not good. They're going to be a 10-point underdog against anybody they play against in the college football playoff if they do somehow win this game. So I I think Oregon wins. I think Oregon wins by a touchdown. I think the score ends up being like 42-35 kind of game. Yeah, I, I don't have anything. I'm on the under. I don't have anything on the side. Uh, right now I'm seeing that Circa has a 10 out. If, if it gets to 10 in Ohio, then I'll probably play Washington. 
There we go. I, I think I just think it's too big of a jump. That's way thirteen points is way too big of a jump from from what what was that a month and a half ago to now. Yeah, I agree. Nothing on the spread for me. I just like the under. I'm sticking with the under. Yep. There we go. Georgia Bama, SEC title game for a playoff spot. Georgia minus five and a half over under fifty four and a half. Connor. Yeah, this is going to be a good game. This is one of the games this weekend. I'm excited to watch. Like Texas Oklahoma State, man. Am I excited for that? Sure, I guess. This is one of the ones I'm really excited to see. App State Troy A block. App State Troy <laughs> is marked in highlighter. It's written down in pen. It's on the on the main TV. Um. I like the over in this game. I'll say it. I like the over. I think there's going to be a lot of points here. 54 and a half is too low for these two teams with such prolific offenses. The over's hitting six of the last nine for Georgia, five of the last five for Bama. And I know there's regular season games. I know they're different opponents. I get it. The over in the last 11 Georgia-Bama matchups, it's hitting nine of them. Nine of the last 11 Georgia-Bama matchups. So I'm taking the points here. I think both teams looked shaky last week. Georgia Tech dropped 23 on Georgia, and then Bama, we all know what happened there. They almost blew it to Auburn, took a last-second touchdown. I just think there's going to be a lot of points. I think this is going to be a fun game. But ultimately, I think Georgia does come out on top. And I don't know if they cover, but it feels like one of those shootout games where it's like, oh, Alabama could sneak in and create this chaos scenario. Will Georgia get in with one loss or blah, blah, this and that? And then Georgia wins at the end. So I like the over, nothing on the spread once again. Dylan. Uh, I'm actually going opposite of Connor, and this isn't going to help the anti-Connor rhetoric, but I like... I know, just add it to the fire. I like the under here. Both of these pass defenses, they're the two best in the SEC in terms of pass yards allowed per game. Um, Bama, slight advantage on rush defense. The difference in this game in terms of a side, it's going to be in the air, and I think that Georgia has the advantage there. The the rushing isn't going to matter too much. Um two of the least penalized defenses in the SEC, and they are both the best defenses in the SEC in terms of yards per play. So I I got it at 56. I'm seeing 54 and a half right now. I would still go under. I think it's going to be a rock fight. These aren't – this isn't a Stetson Bennett, Georgia. This isn't a Bryce Young, Alabama. I mean, they're different teams, and we saw it. Alabama struggled, uh, you know, Auburn late. They let them back in it. I think the defenses hold up, and I think that it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think Georgia comes out on top, which makes the committee's job very easy. Uh, but I think it's I think it's Georgia, not betting it, but I am going under. I'm going Georgia. I'm going Georgia minus five and a half. I'm wow. actually going to take it. I think they're just better than this Alabama team. I think I they are too. Flat out I mean, better. I, I don't trust Jalen Milrow in this spot. I mean, it took a miracle, a literal miracle for this Bama team to – to be in a playoff contention spot. There has been so much that has gone their way just to make this point. I know this isn't going to help the clips and the Instagram reel that we were getting destroyed on Dylan, but it's, I mean, they are truly sneaking into the playoff. They are. I mean, with a, they were fourth and 31 in score fourth and 31 and scored a touchdown to win the iron bowl. And you can say, oh, well, you know, they were just looking ahead to this Georgia game. Well, Georgia was doing the same thing. They were screwing around with Georgia Tech. That <laughs> yeah. was an eight-point game. Right. And you're like, oh, well, Georgia, you know, they're barely – Georgia does that all the time. We saw that in their last two national title seasons. We've seen them play slow, play sluggish against the teams like a Georgia Tech or Missouri would always make them start slow in years past and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's Georgia in this game. I think Georgia kills them. I we'll think call, Georgia yeah. I think Georgia wins by double digits in this game. I think we have a crazy Brock Bowers game. I think they just take over. I just don't I don't believe in Jalen Milrow. I think Carter, what you said about the, the how they both looked shaky last week, I think you put a lot more stock into Alabama's performance against Auburn. Because like you said, Georgia, we've it's seen a rivalry this game we've too. seen this like, before with Georgia. Yeah, Georgia Tech's not a good team. They sleepwalk through them. I'm not putting any stock into that as far as like betting Georgia in the playoffs or how I think they're gonna do the rest of the year. I think you can take more from that Alabama escape against Auburn than you can Georgia sleepwalking through Georgia Tech. And also, I would say the most talented team Bama's played against this year was Texas. And I think Texas handled them in that game. I really think they did. You look at the other teams they played, like Ole Miss. Ole Miss can never come out for big games. They'll never win the big game. Anytime they're like, it's SEC 330. 
Ole Miss seven, Georgia two. Ole Miss is going to get blown out in that game ten times out of ten. You move on. You see Texas A and M. They almost lost to Texas A and M. You play Arkansas. They almost choked the Arkansas game, even though they were up early. Tennessee was kind of a meh game. They won by double digits. LSU was a closer game. They pulled away at the end. It, it, it's just, and then Auburn, like it. I just I just think the talent disparity wins out here. And Dylan, like you mentioned, I trust Carson Beck, Lad McConkey, and Brock Bowers to get it done in the air more than I trust Jalen Milrow because they're going to make Jalen mm. Milrow throw mm. the ball. Real, real trustworthy guys. Those three you named on Georgia, huh? <laughs> mm, interesting. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I want to bring up a counterpoint. I have I have no rooting interest here. Um, but college football, yeah, me? Yeah, you do. You kind of want Bama to win. I really don't care. I mean, I like upsets, but I'll, I'll be but honest. If Bama, if Bama wins, Ohio State's out. That's what I'm saying. Trust tree. I I want. Oh, I want the Buckeyes in it. I I oh want. The, I want the Buckeyes. I want them. I want them in a playoff game. But uh, Alabama's strength of schedule nearly three points tougher than Georgia. Like Georgia has the easiest strength of schedule in the SEC. Does that worry you at all? But we've seen it. We've seen it time and time again with this Georgia team. Didn't worry me with Michigan. What have we? What have we seen? Well, Michigan's a different story. If you want to get in that, Michigan's a different story. But <laughs> so let's. What are Alabama's tough games? They lost to Texas, right? They the South Florida's not a tough game, but they didn't look great there. And they benched Milrow in that game. Yeah, that's true. Kentucky, nah, Tennessee, but Georgia played them. I don't know where they're getting this tough of a strength of schedule. I'm going to go over to Georgia real quick. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I think it's the Texas game that separates it, but they lost to Texas. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's the only thing it has to be. Uh, Georgia had Tennessee. Uh, Georgia did have Missouri. I don't think Alabama played Missouri, did they? No. Missouri's good. But Georgia, Ball State, Tennessee, Tennessee Martin, another FCS school, someone Michigan didn't play. That's UA, a cl- that's UAB. classic Georgia. You're like, why are they only up ten to three in the third quarter against yeah. Martin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Or South Carolina, that's twenty four fourteen. I don't know. I do think that there's an element of this where we take what we think about Georgia from the last three years and it's kind of tainting how we feel about like if you want me to be on I understand Michigan bias. Michigan probably should have been number one. I know we're getting into a different know. conversation there. I but don't like, know about that. I, we're, My I, thing is, it does does it really matter though? Because I, yeah. Because if, if number wins, one plays Florida State, yeah, it matters. Well, Florida State undefeated might be in the two three. That's true too. I, I, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I I don't know. It's I hear what you're saying. I do think there's a, just a little bit of oh Georgia won the last two years and it's like oh they're still that team. They. I mean, they're still winning. Yes, it's hard to argue that, but uh, maybe just a little bit of a, a tainted image there. But I, I, truthfully, I don't care who wins. As long as I'm, rooting for, I'm rooting for fun here, guys. Give me the over. I'm sorry, Dylan. I have to go against you here. I want some fun. I want some big big touchdowns. We're not we're not going to preview any of the other ones. I mean, Michigan, Iowa, Michigan's going to win that one, but it, it's going to be like thirty to seven. Yeah, like yeah. Something so like that. so I should bet Iowa team total over point five. And one of the halves. Yes. Mm. Okay. All right. Yes. Uh, at Louisville, Florida State, I think every non-Florida State fan is kind of rooting for Louisville to win yeah. that game because we don't want to see a backup quarterback against a 17-point spread in the yeah. college football playoff again and see another blowout. At State Troy, we already discussed that. Big, big game there in the Sun Belt. Big game. Yeah. SMU Tulane, Dylan. I'm going for a conference too, Connor. Right. Oh, so I, let's hear your spiel. Okay. I have so many under my belt already. I got Pac-12. I have Big Ten. I have SEC. I'm a I'm co Mister Big Twelve. Like I, I'm up for the MAC because I had Toledo preseason to win the MAC. That's that's another one that's up for grabs. Uh, and then I'm going for the American Conference. SMU Tulane. This is I think I tweeted about it. This is a wrong team favored situation and. I'm double checking the odds screen here. I think it was like at five at one point. It got up to five and a half a couple days ago because I texted you about it. Back it's down, back down, it's back back down, down three and a half. So we got we got the number that it's available at now. Um, but I love SMU here, right? They they pass the ball extremely well. Their offense is explosive. Their pass defense, it's the best in the American Conference. Tulane, their only advantage, I think they're a little more disciplined on defense, which normally I take the team that's more disciplined on defense, but 
SMU that they, they just have the offensive firepower to get it get it done quick to um, pull away and then not let them back in the game with their pass defense. So uh, they're throwing for almost 300 yards per game, allowing 185 pass yards per game. Uh, SMU slight advantage on the ground. They are the two best run defenses in the conference, so they're pretty evenly matched there. Um, I'm all over SMU. I five star with the three and a half. I think two or three on the money line. I th- I think it's the wrong team favorite situation here. Uh, I want to go side note. If we had the 12 team playoff, I think I don't know what Tulane's ranks. I might be wrong here. 12. Yeah, if we had a 12 team playoff, this game would matter. That that is what is exciting about next year. A lot of people talking like, "Oh, Ohio State Michigan wouldn't matter if you have a 12 team playoff." This game would matter. This conference championship would matter because Tulane would have to win to move on. Just a glimpse of what we have to look forward to uh, in the coming years. But love SMU. I'm going to shout out my Ohio people, and then I promise I'll shut up about it. Bet365 has a promo. You can, or it's not a promo. It goes on all season long. When you bet a team money line, if they go up 17 at any point in the game, it cashes. It doesn't matter if the other team comes back and wins. This is a, a great time to utilize that because they're two high scoring offenses and SMU could easily, easily go up 17 zero. And then you don't even have to worry about it. So SMU all the way. Why is the total so low? What's it at? 47 and a half. I don't know. I don't know. It has to be, it has to be because of SMU's defense. That's the only thing I think of because they're, they're run defense. They're literally one and two in the American and SMU's number one. I think Tulane's four or five. So they, they do have pretty good defenses, but I, SMU, they can light it up. It's almost like North Texas type deal where they can just get going and going. Uh, I, I like them to get it done here. I love it. N- uh, next one. Uh, uh, State. Uh, Whoa. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, um, now, I'm not going to pull a Dylan here and ah. blindly, <laughs> blindly take the other side after seeing one defensive stat about Troy. I actually blindly tailed SMU with you, Dylan, earlier in the week. Whenever you sent it in the group chat, I was like, you know what? I like this. Let me go. put four units on SMU Whoa. to tell you. Whoa. And then all of a sudden, Dylan comes on here with the anti-Connor rhetoric. I just I want to make that known that I support members of this show. I take their five-star can, plays. Connor, can I tell you the difference? The difference is I, I text the group chat, right? I text the Twitter chat. I come on here, and it's like, five-star. This is how I don't I – don't... Guys, I think I'm claiming a conference today. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All I right. think there's a conference I'm going to claim. Well, Connor, how much are you betting on it? Um, I'm thinking a unit and a half. That's a little different. A little different there. So we're unit we're unit size shaming now. No, no, no. Oh, I'm mm. no unit shaming. I don't know how big your unit is. I would never criticize you, you on the you size of your my, unit. You want to see my unit, Dylan? I'm okay. I think it's fairly similar. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't need to see that. But I'm. I'm just saying. If you're, we we've had this is conversation. It big, it, is it a big unit or a small unit? Randy Johnson sized right. unit. The unit. Frank Thomas, the big hunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can move on. I just want that to be known. Uh Boise State UNLV. It'd be it'd be a shame for all the Michigan strength of schedule haters if UNLV just won the Mountain West. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, That'd be a shame. Me. It'd be a shame if if I was to claim this conference. Oh, oh, oh okay. all right, all right. Out of left field. What are you claiming? Well, what's the play? I love Boise State in this game. Wow. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, to they're me. they're favored. That's why I you don't love know them. why they're, I don't know why they're favored. You're taking a money line. No, I'm taking them the two and a half. They're favored by two and a half. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Do they play Friday? They no, play they Saturday, play Saturday, Saturday. Three. Yeah. So okay. Uh, Boise State. Let's, let's get the right, let's get into the details. Let's turn the heat up. Yeah, let's turn the heat oh, come up. On, come on, buddy. I'm not going to be the only one. How yeah. many units? What are the stats? Why are you taking them? Oh, I have no stats. How many <laughs> units? I mean, can you claim the conference? That's what I'm trying to decide. Oh, so there's he's, all, there's yeah, all he's coming on yeah. here. Uh, he's on. coming on here claiming the conference already. He doesn't even know what he's going to do. This is absurd. I'm not going to claim it. I'm not going to claim it. I don't like how the game's at home for UNLV. <sighs> You you I scared him out of it, Dylan. Do you feel good about yourself, Dylan? The Mountain West remains mine. How? Uh, Wyoming money line against Texas Tech week two. Uh, three, three units. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, boys. Come on. 
All right, anyhow, uh, Oklahoma State, Texas. I don't really care about this game, but I am taking the over. I'm not touching Fair this enough. game. No, neither am I. Uh, Miami, Ohio, Toledo. Who cares? Uh, oh, I do. Shout out Toledo. I do. Toledo. Yeah, shout out Toledo. Yeah, shout out Toledo. All right, that's it. College football. Let's do a parlay. Yes. Oh. So this is Matt said he's going to put the money he won on a, a pick, and I told him to, to wait till the episode comes out and do one of our parlays. Ooh. So there's a little Actually, pressure I to, here. I still need to send him that. I haven't gotten his Venmo. Okay. I'll get, I'll get it for you. We need, okay, cool. Um, I'm going Boise State minus two and a half. SMU plus three and a half. I don't want to do this, guy. Oh. No, I'm not doing app. I'm not doing app. I'm not doing app. Well, um, I'm taking Oregon Washington under. Okay. Now, Carter, can, do, can you? Or, Carter, can or are you, we staying on Saturday? We can stay on Saturday if you want to. I don't care. It's up to Dylan. Carter, can you Dylan, and I have a conversation real quick without oh boy, Connor? Oh boy. What's up? Can he claim a conference if he doesn't put the play in the parlay? I was only doing that because you just went on Troy, and I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. Well, I'm, oh, no, I'm I don't care over. that much. I, okay, oh. but I'm on the over for Oregon-Washington. So. Oh, okay, and then App State plus six and a half. That's the play. There we yeah. go. There we go. App State plus six and a half. That's the play. <laughs> there we go. All right, that's it. That's the college football parlay this week. It's App State plus six, uh, Boise State minus two and a half, and then SMU plus three and a half. Watch that one just cash. That this, would, that'd be this awesome. would be the one. That would be great. Let's move on to the NFL. You guys ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. We don't have much in the NFL. No. There's really not much. It's kind of a dead week. You look at the games, like there's some fun ones like uh Cleveland, uh Cleveland versus LA, the Rams. Like, that's a big playoff implication game, but is it a fun game? Eh. Flacco. Possible Flacco. Possible Flacco. Cincinnati Jacksonville, that was supposed to be an awesome Monday night game. Meh. Kansas City Green Bay is a good one to talk about just because the spread's weird. But once again, eh. Carolina, Tampa Bay, just Carolina plus five and a half, six, whatever you get it at, interim coach game, you have to do it. Let's do uh, let's do the biggest game of the week. Niners, Eagles. We did a little bit on the yeah. recap. Dylan, go ahead. Uh, there's no – I don't need to get into it too much. I love the 49ers here. We've talked about the Eagles, their season so far. Uh, you look into the stats, and the 49ers had that stretch of, what, three or four games where they lost. They weren't completely healthy. And even with that stretch of three or four games where they put up poor numbers, they still are in the top five of the NFL for just about every offensive and defensive stat. Uh, we've, we've talked about the Eagles already. Uh, a, lot, a lot of talk circulating Twitter about Jalen Hurts not being – like I think that Emmanuel Chu guy said something about Jalen Hurts not being a great quarterback right now. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but you saw the graph I posted. We could superimpose it on here. Jalen Hurts has taken – like he is not with Tua or Stroud or Dak or even per- – I mean Purdy on this graph is on in a land of his own in terms of rushing and passing EPA. Now, he has a great supporting cast of characters, but – uh, I love 49ers here, up to three. I wouldn't take it at three. Um, I got two and a, I, I got two and a half right now. Yeah, two and a half I would go. Um, I had got it money line at the beginning of the week. I, I think the first half money line you can still get at minus 125. I would take that as well for the 49ers. Uh, I have another graph that shows just how good the 49ers are compared to really the rest of the league in the first half, and they're in that land all on their own. I think that the Eagles' little run they have of winning games, they have no business winning, comes to an end here. Uh, and I think the 49ers cement themselves as the clear front runner in the NFC after this game Sunday. I agree, 100%. All Niners, five units Niners. No, wait, I already told you I can't do that. 6.9. There you go. Yep. So, yeah, all on the Niners. Niners money line, Niners minus 2.5, everything Niners this week. I think they dominate the Eagles. I think Eagles, too many close games. What? Uh, they also, they're third down, fourth down, a red zone defense, uh, just among the best in the league. And those are, those are high leverage situations that you have to be able to defend. And the 49ers do it well. I mean, it's, you, you already know what I have to say. Connor. Yeah. Um, I'm with you guys here. Love the Niners. I mean, I, there's a lot of times you guys will send a pick and then I'll look at it and I'll be like, oh yeah, I agree. This is one of the ones, as soon as it came out, I was like, I don't care what anybody has to say. You, I will dial this the, hill. Yeah. When you like you're scrolling Sunday night before the Sunday night football game, you're scrolling. You're like, Niners favored in Philly. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly, yep. exactly. Yes. And, you know, hills and valleys. The whole NFL season, hills and valleys. And the Niners, they were in a little valley. You know, they lost a couple games. They got three losses. Lost to the Bengals, the Vikings. You know, little valley. Quietly, they've been on the uphill slope. Killed Jacksonville. Beat Tampa by double digits. Killed Seattle. 
they're back right now. And the Eagles, they're due for a valley. They're due for a little drop-off. These games, they're not, I'm not gonna say they're quote lucky, like Dylan sometimes says on the article. And I don't think they're not, you know, they're not a bad team. They're gonna be fine yeah. in the playoffs, but man, they're due for a loss. They're due for one of these games to not go their way. And the Niners are due for a statement win. This smells like a statement the, win where the narrative after the game is, why do we ever doubt the Niners? Yep. Yep. They're, yep. A hundred percent. It's very interesting. Like keeping track of teams throughout the season. It's almost like, like trading stocks almost because you have like, you, you know how good a team is. And then sometimes they underperform or overperform and there's times mm -hmm. to buy the team, sell the team. And I'm really kicking myself in the butt because they're when they were the 49ers were losing those games, I was like, you know what? They're only minus two fifty or whatever to win the division. That is such a low number for them, even though, you know, it's minus two fifty. And I wish Still. I would have came on this show and said something about it because now I'm just I'm kicking myself in the butt for not betting it. But it's yeah. uh yeah, I think 49ers make a, a big statement. Now, if we're keeping track, this is a little little Dylan moment here. SMU, five star. Um 49ers. The pending, the pending is scary, isn't it, this week? It's very scary. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It, 49ers, uh, money line, five star. I would do two and a half, five stars. Well, that's what I'm going to count for the record because the people listening. Uh, 49ers, first half, money line, five star. Look ahead, five star. Cowboys, I think, are favored two and a half against the Eagles next week. In Is it in Dallas? I'm fairly certain it's in Dallas. I think it's in uh, Dallas. Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, that is going to be another five. That's another five star. I've already placed that. So Dallas next is, week. Um, it is in Dallas. Confirmed. Dallas next week, five star, two and a half point favorite. Uh, that's for this show. Four. You know, it's it's really funny. Dylan's throwing around these five star plays like he's giving out Halloween candy, but then all you know, oh the the pending scary. But we'll just put a unit on Troy. Screw it. Nobody even think about it. Just just do it. After the last two it's weeks fine. I've had, that's chump change. Golf, <laughs> golf season starts tomorrow, chump change. Oh, you need to save up for golf season because yeah. the golf picks I've tailed. Ooh, I, I don't know I don't know about that. <laughs> I love it. I know, oh, shoot. I, I know we didn't prep about this really, but I do want to talk about Broncos-Texans. This game is huge. This game, I think, decides the AFC wild card. I think the winner of this game gets into the playoffs. Eventually, I know they have to win more games. It's not an automatic playoff spot. But I think the momentum shift because the Broncos are just red hot right now. Texans coming off a heartbreaking loss against the Jaguars. If they lose this game against the Broncos, this might derail the, the Texans season. And so it'll fuel TJ Stroud talk with Dylan, though. I'll tell you that. Oh, don't give you. Yeah, I know. It's in Houston. Houston's favored by three and a half. I don't care what the total is. I love Houston in this spot. The Broncos, they're riding too high. This is the time it comes back down to earth. Dylan, do you have anything on this game? Yeah, I have. I got Houston minus three early in the week. I don't. I think I would stay away at three and a half. Uh, I do have a couple notes on this game. Denver allowing the second most yards per play, um, most rush yards per attempt. They're allowing Denver uh, second most defensive penalty yards. They're blitzing thirty percent of the time, but have one of the worst pressure rates. I think this is a major CJ Stroud game. I will probably take his passing yards over. I think he lights it up as much as I hate to say it. If there was ever a time, it's going to be this game. I'm with you there. I mean, I, I love the Texans here. Anything under three, you can get them at. I think this is going to be a great game for Stroud, like you said. Much like the Eagles, this is a sell high. Sell high on the Broncos oh, right now. Oh, 100%. I, I, think, I think they're like minus 150 or minus 170 to miss the playoffs. I think after this week, that goes to like minus 400 because they're going to yeah. lose to the Texans. So 100%. this is the time to sell high on the Broncos. I'm with you guys. I love the Texans here. And I got to admit, two and a half the day it came out. You know, look at on the Sunday night lines. You can get screwed sometimes. But other times, you know, they'll work out in your favor. Yeah. The Lions have a very favorable – or not the Lions, sorry. The Broncos have a very favorable schedule going forward. They have at Chargers, at Detroit, home New England, at or home Chargers, and then at Vegas. That's a pretty Ooh. solid schedule closing out the season. But that's three three divisional games but the chargers that's true you know, I, yeah there's no one more anti-chargers than the dylan over there but, so i think they split a chart this chargers that's what that. i'm thinking i think they split the chargers i think the raiders beat the broncos and the lions will beat the broncos yeah so I, yeah one and three to finish out the season well, yeah, one and four you, you know, including you wanna, this you you don't talk about the Broncos schedule. Texas schedule is a cakewalk. So Broncos, we think they're going to win. Well, Jets, well, Titans, Browns, Titans, Colts. Let's 
let's maybe can we be a lot of a lot of titans baked in there we, a little browns a little jets any a little colts pumping, any brake pumping over here can we, can we be nice can we be nice please connor we gotta we gotta pump the brakes on levis no 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 why would we do that no he is he might be injured breaking news he's in a walking boot apparently according to dylan no, I'm just kidding. I'm I kidding. thought you were literally breaking that. I just he no, he was no, rolling. No. Breaking news. I got breaking news. <laughs> he was he was. Didn't I break decent news last episode? What was it? Greg Olson. Greg, yeah, Greg Olson. That was yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now it's gonna be Bill um, Belichick. Before we get into <laughs> before we get into the MVP talk, I did want to bring this up. I know we haven't hit it any time touchdown or the first touchdown <laughs> things. We all need to ride one specific play, and. I vote Dak Prescott for a touchdown on Thursday night football. <laughs> Plus 2,800 on bet 365. I need a dog picture. I need a picture of a dog <laughs> to tweet out with it. Yeah. Well, well, but that's our – everybody – but you guys have to ride it. I know, we have to send each other bet slips. I, I wrote all the ones on Thanksgiving. I know somebody – too. And I know how, somebody how, in here didn't. How sad was McCaffrey not hitting Connor? Because he, I mean, getting a handoff to Debo, because you you were like, oh yeah. my gosh, oh my gosh. And then you just knew. Yeah. Well, McCaffrey, that was supposed to save the coin. You know, Jordan Love, Ferguson, those are toss ups, but ugh, ugh. supposed to save the coin. Supposed to save the coin. Anyhow, uh, last thing MVP talk. Connor, you want to bring this up? I did. So I'm going to zag a little bit here because we've heard a lot about, obviously, Mahomes. Mahomes is always in the MVP conversation, as he should be. A lot about Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is the favorite now, right? After their win. Yeah, he's like 150, the plus 150. That's absurd. But Jalen yeah. Hurts is the favorite now. You know, they're 10-1. and one. The narrative's there. That's fine. I'm telling you guys right now, my pick is Dak Prescott. Yeah. And the odds on that right now, so Dak Prescott is my pick. He's plus 900, plus 800, depending on where you get it, to be the MVP this year. That's the play right now. That's the best value play. He's currently sixth in passing yards. He's only 400 yards behind Sam Howell, though. So he's six in passing yards. Look at the games remaining. Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Commanders. Those are good teams. That's a tough schedule. But so the narrative, the narrative's there, I, though. I, I don't think that helps them. Well, the narrative's there. If the Cowboys perform well in these games, all of a sudden it's, oh my gosh, look what the Cowboys are doing. Dak's leading them to playoff glory. Finally, they're hitting their expectations. With that, with that note you made about the teams and and you know, playing tough teams doesn't help them. They are playing tough teams. Almost every single team on that list has a bad pass defense. Lions, exactly. that was bad pass yeah. defense. Seattle, bad pass defense. Uh, there was one more. The Bills have a good pass defense. Uh, who is the last team they the played? Commanders. Commanders, awful pass defense. Like, so these are narratives where it's like, it could be Dak that wins these games for Dallas. It, it, yeah, with Dak his wins arm. these games. And here's a good bet for you, Dylan. I was actually about to say that about the pass defense. He's plus 1,800 to lead the league in passing yards. He's only 400 behind Sam Howell right now. That's pretty That's good true. value play. And I just think the narrative's there that if the Cowboys perform well against these good teams, if they, you know, go 4-1 and one or, you know, 5-0, and oh, even to close the season against these good teams, I think Dak has a great shot to win MVP, especially if the Eagles, you know, lose these next couple games like we think they are. Jalen Hurts odds skyrocket. I love Dak for MVP. Quietly, he's been one of the best quarterbacks this year. And oh, I know people sure. don't want to hear that. But he has. He's performed well. And sure, they've played some bad teams. But you know what? He's taking care of business in most of these games. You got to keep the turnovers at bay. That's well. That's really what it comes down to these last five or so weeks for Dak is making sure he doesn't turn the ball over because that's what's gotten him in trouble in the in the past. He's always put up the great numbers, but he has those interceptions. Uh, I'm with you. I took. I got Dak twenty to one. I don't know how much value is there now at the eight to one, nine to one. One guy I'm, that I've looked at, and I understand we're, we might get clowned for this because we made fun of him earlier in the season. Brock, don't say Brock, Brock Purdy, fourteen to one. I mean, the guy's got the supporting cast. No. He, guys, I told you the graph. The, he but, is but, so far but, above everybody else in term, even in rushing EPA. But I think the supporting cast almost hurts him in this scenario because McCaffrey's right behind him at twenty to one. I well, if there was ever if there was ever a year to not give it to a quarterback, it has to be this year. If the Eagles fold, I mean, and I don't, I just don't see Brock Purdy jumping, even Pat Mahomes, even Jalen Hurts. I mean, the Jalen Hurts narrative is running wild right now. And what's the, what are the Eagles' schedule? Because it just seems like the Eagles might just finish it off. Well, they got Dallas next week. Yeah, they got. So that'll be a big, that'll be a big game. Four Niners. That might decide. Oh, they have the Giants twice. They have the Giants, Cardinals, and the Cardinals and the Seahawks. I, yeah. Like, like this seems like it's Jalen Hurts to lose. I'm not. And I think he deserves it. 
Why? He deserves Why? it. He's winning these games, man. Like, you can hate the tush push. You can hate it. But he's winning the games. He's had the moments. He's, yeah, he's had, had the, the moments. Mo- yeah. People are, they're they're going to think about whenever they start voting. The it's going to be like, remember when Jalen Hurts yeah. led them in overtime to beat the Bills? And like yeah. then it's going to be like, oh, remember Dak stepped out of bounds and then threw a sword at the goal line? Even you know That's going to be what people think of. Yeah, and the narrative, all that stuff. And, like, Jalen Hurts is winning these big games. Chiefs Monday night, Bills in overtime. And if he wins, I just don't see a world where they win this Niners game. I know that's, you know, I'll probably get bit in the butt for saying that. But it seems like it's his to lose. I need a no price. I need a no price on Hurts. That's where I'm at right now. I, I got to find one somewhere. Uh, because if they're going plus uh, 150 or plus 140, I hear what you guys are saying, right? Their schedule coming up is super easy. He's going to get the all of the honor for these wins when, you know, we've talked about it before. But I don't know. I think even if you think McCaffrey takes it from Purdy, split your bet and bet both of them. Because the 49ers are probably, I think the 49ers probably end up being the one seed, right? And I think that their schedule left, they have the Seahawks, Cardinals, Ravens is a tough one. Commanders and the Rams. All not great secondaries other than the Ravens. So, I don't know. I, I'm i going with someone from the 49ers. They, but they also get to play the Ravens at home on Christmas. That's true. They play the Ravens at home. So, it's like, I don't know. I'm going with someone from this 49ers cast. I think it's Purdy. Uh, and you're right about McCaffrey, too, though. It could be. It could be. I, I, I yeah. just think that hurts him too much. I think the narrative is just Brock Purdy is more successful in the system he's in rather than himself. I, I know you're saying the stats don't back that up. And I agree with – I mean, you, obviously the stats are the stats. They right are. saying next T-shirt. Stats are the stats. Stats are the stats. But <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> losing track here. But I, I just think people just don't believe that Brock Purdy is that guy. When that, you yeah. think of MVP, it's just not Brock Purdy. I think Jalen Hurts has that media narrative way further ahead. And the other thing is, Mahomes. I think Mahomes is going to be above Brock Purdy no matter what. Well, like, I, I just really think if you get down to the nuts and bolts of it and you got the voters and they're looking at the ballot, who is really going to put Brock Purdy above Patrick Mahomes with this team? And the team? other thing is, why isn't Patrick Mahomes – more of the favorite we see his supporting cast it's the wins i mean the eagles are 10 and 1 i mean it's yeah. very reminiscent i mean i agree with you there i think if the eagle if the chief i think maybe it's the, the winner of that monday night game wins the mvp chiefs eagles and the eagles won that game because if the chiefs win i bet mahomes is minus odds for the mvp right now yeah uh, yeah i mean you don't take much it doesn't take much for mahomes narrative to form every season so yeah that's true. Because he's literally he's playing with the 2015 Panthers, basically one great Hall of Fame tight end, and then terrible receivers. I mean, ball sack receivers right now in Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's pretty fair. I think you know we gave us some good plays. Purdy, McCaffrey, long shots. I think Dak's still a good play. I think the narrative's there if they beat these good teams, and that would be my pick right now. Um, like I said, plus 1800 to lead the league in passing yards, plus 550 to lead the league in passing touchdowns, which he is currently only one back from Josh Allen. So aren't we, are we surprised that ESPN bet hasn't boosted Dak Prescott to win MVP yet? Um, <laughs> that could be on the next uh, get up promo, yeah. to be honest, the greeny special. That's the difference between us and them. We're, we're doing a blocks in the weeds with app state. Troy, they're doing Cowboys. They're doing Lakers. Who knows? You know, our producer, he might, they might, or he or she could put you know just switch it around and put Oregon Washington to start who knows maybe, maybe they will maybe they should yeah. do that to keep people invested <laughs> maybe oh, they yeah. should just cut out all the app state talk <laughs> what yeah I don't know anything else in the NFL it's kind of dead right now like you said there's not like a ton of content coming out like Antonio Brown tweeted again who cares Cam Newton said the Bill Belichick thing but like does anybody really believe something Cam Newton's saying at this point I don't know. Rogers is practicing again, or the practice window open on Rogers. We don't have. To- Do we actually believe Aaron Rodgers can lead the Jets back to a playoff? <laughs> Speaking of get up, you want to you want to guess what the show is going to be tomorrow? <laughs> Go ahead and do that. <laughs> yeah, like, and you look at the games this week, like Lions Saints. That's a sneaky, like, good spot to bet the Saints. Mm-hmm. Cardinals Saints. Steelers. I never want to lay five and a half with the Steelers. I don't care if no. they're playing BYU. <laughs> I just don't want to do that. Atlanta, New York, the Jets. You're really going to bet on Desmond Ritter versus Tim Boyle? That's a Thursday night game that should be played on Thursday night. Chargers, Pats, blah, blah, the anti-Dillon Bowl maybe. Yeah. Colts, Titans I'm actually intrigued by. 
Should be interesting. I, I, I'm going to divert away from, from the schedule reading here. I, I need to get in the mindset of just, if a game looks ugly, bet the under. Because they always hit, and I never, I think like, oh, too easy. So, like, I'm thinking Pat's Giants last week, right? 32 and a half or whatever it was. Just bet it. Why, why do I double think these things? Well, it's, it's like the Bears-Vikings on primetime. Yeah. It's like, do we really think these two teams are going to put up points? The, the last thing I'll say about these games, and then we can do a parlay and get out of here. Chiefs-Packers, have we ever seen a Chiefs over-under at 42? That's kind of wild. And what, Packers are six now? Packers, yeah. That's six. W- I mean, it opened at seven. That's wild. They love that 42? Jordan Love Thanksgiving performance. Yeah, that I guess not. <sighs> Are we getting snow in Green Bay? Is that why? Stats guy. Uh snow actually helps the offense, but let me look it up. We get meteorologist Dylan on. Oh, uh, we can put a fake snow game. Maybe Taylor Swift will be there this time. This time around. Yes. Yeah. It's snowing here mm. it's snowing here in Utah. Wow. Um yes, we are looking at possible rain and snow on Sunday. Uh around mm. six AM to three. Yeah, give me the over. Wow, the snover. <laughs> uh, all right, let's let's do a NFL parlay and let's get out of here, Connor. <laughs> I mean, if you guys are okay with it, I'm putting Niners or Niners minus two and a half, Niners money line, whatever you want. That's my favorite play of the week. Dylan. Niners first half money line. Oh my god! <laughs> Can I do Niners team total? <laughs> <laughs> So we're actually going to give you a same-game parlay boost with Code now, Cass. Now, this. don't bet it with ESPN bet, because if the first half bet pushes, the parlay pushes as a whole. Yeah, that was brutal. That's wild. Wild. Are you actually doing Niners first half? If you guys game? will let me. Will it, will it work? Like, I can switch it up. Carter, what are you going with? Because I can change mine to Texans. You're going to hate my pick. Today. Panthers, interim coach game. Yep, it's yeah. Panthers. Carter, I know you too well. We've been yeah. doing this too long. Okay. So, Dylan, would you want to put Niners first half or full game? Because I can put the Texans in there. I would want to do. I I would want to do first half money line. Let's do full. Okay, game. Oh. I would want to do first half money line. Oh no 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 no. Okay, there we go. Kind of like last week. Okay, then I'm gonna put. I think I'm gonna put the Texans. Is that crazy? Or do you want me to stick with the Niners? Still, you, you can do a same game parlay. Like it's a same game parlay in the parlay. So it's like you could okay. you can do. I think at a. I don't know what book it is. Like the ma- the major books you can, like FanDuel. Yeah, you definitely can. Right. So we're doing we're doing Panthers plus five and a half, Niners first half money line, Niners full game minus two and a half, or my- Niners full game money line. I think we have to do full game minus two and a half, just for the people. Okay, you know, for the people All to right. get it. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's the funniest parlay I think we've done yet. <laughs> Besides, like a stupid one. Uh, I mean, this is pretty stupid, but Niners first half money line. Niners minus two and a half, Panthers plus five and a half. That's the NFL parlay this week. That's it. We're done here. I don't know what got cut in. I don't know what got left in. Who knows? We'll see. We'll find out. That's it. Connor, thank you. Dylan, thank you. At Connor underscore Sparrow on Twitter. At Wilkerson A. Dylan on Twitter. At Carter BA. At Carter Cast on everything. You know the drill. You've heard it a thousand times. Subscribe on the YouTube. Subscribe wherever you're listening. Thank you so much for listening. CarterCast stuff, CarterCast.com. Check out the blogs. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.